The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Welcome to Straight Talk, Clear Decisions with Rick Saylor and co-host Eric Hamburg. As an investor, you should know what you're buying and what you're really holding. We'll demystify investing and lay it all out for you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here's Rick and Eric. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Well, I'm Rick. And I'm Eric. And we are your Transparent Wealth Management hosts. Welcome to our show. Hey, another happy Friday to you, my friend. Happy Froggy Friday to you. You know it these is. Fridays in uh, summer, and it's uh, it's only, what, two-thirds over? About two-thirds of the way up, I That's guess. That's not bad. I went you get a little Indian summer? I think we're going to get an Indian summer. I'm, I'm not going to try to predict the weather here, but I just, I got this feeling. You know it's about towards the end of summer when you go to Kroger and now it both there's just three aisles completely jammed with school supplies so you oh, know that's it's, it. it's, it's about back, that time it's back, back to school back to school <laughs> yeah well i just came off of um you know the being at the lake house for a week we were lake rats for a whole week i loved it mm-hmm. had my granddaughter brooklyn for the entire week what the weather cooperated for the most it. part uh, it was beautiful golfed uh the other day with uh impromptu golfing with my uh one of my buddies up at uh Houston Woods. Oh, there you go. And I did play it actually well. Well, that's we only got nine holes in before the thunder started rolling. If I shoot one over, I'm I'm doing well. So I, I had sh- a couple pars, a couple double bogeys, you know, a couple bogeys. So I mean, it was it's par for the course in my book. That's that's the way I golf. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty darn happy, and and I think I only took one mulligan. Everybody gets one little breakfast ball. <laughs> Maybe one breakfast ball per hole, but hey. hey the big difference, I noticed that we warmed up. We got a small, split a small bucket of balls and hit those before we started playing. And when you and, and uh, the crew, the staff were up there and we played, we didn't do that. Yeah, you ran. Well, I did because I got there and you guys ran in and ran off to the first tee box. And yeah, bad idea. Bad idea for me. I know <laughs> that, but I still do it. Hey, it's you're you're taking all this time, it'll be different. You're out there to have fun, not necessarily out there to to practice before you're having fun unless you get time uh, i gotta do it that's mm-hmm. warm up man i mean if i want to if i want to play decent i have more fun that's right you know so uh we continue this summer series eric with the financial plan and uh be sure and log on if you go to straighttalkcleardecisions.com and and just send us uh your email address we can in fact just give you access to the money guide pro program and with all the add-ons and everything we've got it's it's a ten thousand dollar excess deal for us cost wise we usually charge 500 bucks to do it but we're giving it to you absolutely free yep and the only thing that we need from you is a name and an email address so you can call us directly or 24 7 i should say at 513-454-9999 and provide your name and email address or you can simply just shoot us an email it's info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com, and then we will obviously receive your email, and we can forward on the link and the actual PDF that we send to help you gather all the information you need so once you start the financial plan. 
you have it all in one place. Right, and it's just going to be, uh, you, do, you do the inputs, we can guide you through this, and uh, that way we don't have a lot of time in it. We're just spending the time on a radio show here, kind of coaching you and coaxing you through it. And if you have some little nuances here, we can spend a little bit of time via email and, and tell you what's going on. What we want you to see is the final readout on the results page, uh, and you'll have access to that to be able to see that. And it looks like a speedometer reading, doesn't it? It does. And it just ranks from it ranks from like 40 to 99. And it's not a guarantee of financial success, but essentially what it is saying is that your probability success is better. And so as you're testing, you're entering components, you can do that and then see where the needle moves. And then it kind of tells you what you need to do. That's and it's right. not going to open all the the treasure chest of solutions. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really where we're going to come in and, and say, hey, try this, look at that. Maybe we can we can work with you on this. But, you know, the bottom line is test it scientifically before you actually put money into it when it's going to actually cost you something. That's right. In our summer series, we designed it every week. We're talking about a new component. You know, we've got the income component. You have the expense component. You have insurance liability. You've got Medicare premiums. You've got estate planning, and you've got money management. So each one of those is important to understand how your plan works and how it operates in each one of those sectors, because if you don't understand how the plan maybe generates returns or how it shows returns, you might not be getting as clear of a picture on the output as you thought you were. Or maybe you're getting too rosy of a picture, and in reality, your situation isn't that good. Right, and and, and, and one and again, one of the, the, the things why we chose the components, why we chose the Money Guide Pro program, um, you know, a lot of free programs out there, they just don't interact, and if, if they interacted as well as what we do, then we wouldn't be paying ten or 11000 bucks for it. That's right. Uh, but as professionals, you know, that's what we're using as a tool, and, and part of it is because it's integrated and it's dynamic, so it's updating your information that you put in there because it'll pull live feeds off the market, uh, items that you put in there, if you get that inaccurately, uh, but it also does like we're testing against inflation, taxes, and volatility in the market. It's testing against that, and it's also going to see when it finally spits that out. It's going to sh it will have tested thirty thousand or ten thousand combinations over the last thirty years. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing the Great Recession in there and that great downturn in two thousand eight, two thousand one. So, I mean, you're seeing all those in there. And that's, that's just, I think that that's the, the nuts and bolts behind the curtain of what makes that program different, you know, and why it makes sense. And, I, you know, really, when I think about this and the show we're doing today, you know, it also feeds into this idea of holistic planning and end-to-end -end process, much like what Steve Jobs did at Apple. So I think about what we do. And I would recommend a firm like that, even if, you know, if it's not ours, work with a firm that's holistic. So they've got their, their quarterbacking all that. They may not perform. It's just not possible for us to perform all that. No. But we do both. Look for a firm that's both fee-based and commission-based. Or commission-based, I should say, because it can't be on the same dollar. And one that's full disclosure. Because you want, if you're sitting down, you're looking at a financial plan, and you see what what the solution needs to be. You want somebody that's able to have researched that and offer all the best of those solutions. Mm -hmm. So we do both of those. Tax planning, we don't do taxes. We partner with uh, local and sometimes national CPA firms to do both tax planning and preparation for our clients. The uh, 
Preparation's mandatory. Everybody has to file some sort of return. The planning is optional. That's where we take it to the next level. We can go back up to three years to see how you filed and make sure you didn't make any mistakes. And if you did make a mistake, maybe they can amend it and maybe get you some money back. But if they can't, we know what landmines not to step on in the future if we don't have to, which at the end of the day, your net income or your net investment, it's always net n- number, not your gross number. So it's net after taxes, not before taxes. Right, and be more efficient there. So I think of the risk analysis. We did a show a couple ones ago, you know, on the uh, on, uh, getting the right amount of coverage for your situation and paying a fair amount of premium. Nobody likes overpaying for premiums, but we have partners that do that. Again, there are not enough hours in a day. We carry some insurance licenses, but I think of uh, – particularly with baby boomers and long-term care, you know, and they have the, the, the traditional approach as well as the alternatives. They have life insurance. They do disability. They do, um, um, what else am I thinking? I'm thinking of Medicare, Medicare planning. Um, so all of those from A to Z in the insurance uh, category. And again, we're going to talk a little bit today on that about how that you can improve your financial plan by getting the right amount of coverage. That's right. And the last pillar to the puzzle is estate planning. So we work with both elder law and estate planning attorneys. You've you've worked your career, you've earned your money, you've invested your assets, and now you've accumulated some wealth. Now let's make sure your estate is in order so when the day comes you do pass away that your loved ones, your kids, your spouse, your charities get the majority of your money and not the how not the hospitals, the attorneys or the court system. So making sure your estate is in order and that's um you know last but not least that's what we'll be talking about next week on our show is creating an estate plan and making sure you under know what you have and the powers um, inside that plan. Now it's a good now's a good time, you know, probably again to toss this in that uh we're not, you know, the opinions we express on today's show are our opinions. The show is educational in nature. Don't, it's not to be construed as advice. You certainly should con, uh, consult with competent, you know, investment, tax, legal services, uh, you know, real estate professionals prior to taking any action. And some of the statements we may make today may sound forward looking. Well, nobody has a crystal ball because if we did, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. So, uh, Take it the right way. Take it in context. Uh, if you, we have professionals that we partnered with here on past shows. If you want more detail, go to the Straight Talk ClearDecisions.com. You'll see our website. Go to past shows. You can see it by topic. Go in there and listen to that because those will be the actual people that provide those services. So I think of the show today on Medicare. We are not going to drill down on Medicare planning. Savvy Medicare planning was done by our partner Jeff Hendricks. And Jeff loves Medicare. He's licensed with all three of the major carriers. The guy knows this thing, the, the nuts and bolts from and alphabet soup from A to Z on that thing. We're just going to try to touch on that today to give an overview as it impacts a financial plan. Because you think about that, Eric, um, you know, if you don't get the right plan, you're not getting the right coverage, you got holes in your coverage, it ultimately, you're going to pay a certain amount of premium you know, versus the expenditures, the outflows that potentially could be. And one of the biggest concerns in a poll, what a Gallup poll last year in April, the number two concern at 63%, I believe, was that baby boomers would suffer some kind of, of catastrophic health situation that they couldn't pay for. So that's not just a concern. I think it's, it's valid. Mm -hmm. The longer we live, 
the more likely we, we will experience whether either you or a spouse. And the question is, how are you going to pay for it? That's what the insurance, that's what the Medicare field. Which I should say is very different from long-term care. We talked about that a little more in detail under the insurance and how that impacted. So we won't go into that today. We're just going to specifically talk about the Medicare overview and your financial plan. That's right. And one of the, just the heads up, everything we talk about today on Medicare, if we talk about any prices, these are all 2015 costs because next year's costs, they don't come out. I think it's the end of September, beginning of October. So these are all the plans that are in force right now that you're currently paying for. This is not the future plans because those could change and the costs could change with it. So if you're looking well, for... Uh, will will change <laughs> so make sure you consult it will somebody change first uh, well that's one of the things i think we can almost assuredly like guarantee what? death and taxes yeah it it's kind of falls in that category yeah because i'm just thinking again from a demographic standpoint you've got you know 92 million people born between 1932 and 1964 and it's like a train coming into the station the engine of that train this year is turning 83 people born in 1932 well the caboose is turning 51 well, it's just you got 10,000 baby boomers a day turning 65 for the next, what, 17 years. It's not going to stop. The demand on services is going to go up. So it stands a reason that the, the cost and delivery of care, because technology is, is not at this point catching up enough to be able to keep pace with the demand for care. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, we've seen some cool things and, and what's coming but I, I'm just not confident at this point. They haven't quite revolutionized that industry to the degree uh, to accommodate that mass. That's almost a third of the population. You know, not all at once, but they're just going to continue to come. To hit the field. It's going to be an over. I mean, that's why healthcare, Obamacare is on the front of everybody's mind. There is a problem. We need to fix it and address it. Well, now they call it the, um, was it the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the Supreme Supreme SCOTUS. SCOTUS. Supreme Court of the United States Care. <laughs> SCOTUS Care now. <laughs> Gotta be careful how you say that. That's right. So, uh, you know, let's kind of look, let's just jump in a little bit, Eric, here and talk about kind of the overview, you know, because I think that's a basic knowing when, you know, what you're supposed to do and when you're supposed to do it. So um, as many of you probably know or don't know, there's all different types of Medicare plans. There's Medicare Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, which is prescription drug, and then Part F, which is really your supplemental packages. And there are some um, others in addition to that, but we're just going to talk about Plan F. So if we look at A, A is covers hospitalization. So if you think of things like skilled, you know, nursing, home health care, hospice, you know, those things come under the Medicare uh, coverage, and it's... Right now, they say it's free. It costs us, you know, it's 1.45% of your wages when you're working. Well, when you stop working, it's, you're not paying for it. But uh, that automatically kicks in for anybody who's had 40 quarters of coverage. That's 10 years under Social Security. And when you start paying, uh, when you start drawing Social Security, Part A, you're just included at 65. That's right. So that's important to note, though. You have to include part a part a is free so even if you aren't retired and you're not on medicare and you start collecting social security meaning you're still working for your employer and you're covered under their plan you still need to uh, apply for part a it's free there's there's very certain there's a few circumstances where you don't 
have to apply, but for the majority of you, Part A is mandatory, even if you're not collecting full Medicare. Well, and as I understand it, after you've received Social Security benefits or disability benefits for at least 24 months, they, they cover you under it. So I don't know that there's a, um, I think the important thing is that you've got to, you know, uh, when you draw Social Security, then you're covered under that. Now, Part B is a little different. Part B is. This is medical coverage. It helps cover the cost for. This is doctor services, hospital, outpatient care, some home health care services, as well as lab tests, and some dur- durable medical equipment, so uh, walkers, wheelchairs. This covers most preventative services, including a yearly wellness exam. So now, I think it's noteworthy here that this one is not automatic and that you have to file for it, and that if you don't in a timely fashion... Now, when is a timely fashion? If you turn 65 and you don't have coverage anywhere else, you have to file within, I think it's a six-month window of your birth date, about three months before, mm-hmm. two, two months before and four months after or something. And if you don't, you miss that filing deadline, you pay a 10% premium increase for the rest of your life that you cannot erase. That's right. So I think that's an important one. Now, if you're continuing to work for an employer, you don't have to file for that. But then the rules change. I think it's within, I want to say, six weeks after. Don't quote us on this. Jeff Hendricks is a better source. But (laughs) I think it's six weeks after you you stop working that you have to do it. Otherwise, you'll get hit with that same penalty. Now, you have Part C, I'm sorry, Part D, which is the prescription drug plan. Um, and that one came into effect in the what the Medicare Modernization Act of 2003. So, um, and there's different premiums, there's different plans. It's very complex, but you want to get the one that matches your situation. Now, when I think of the other one, I kind of skipped over Part C. This is what is commonly referred to as the Medicare Advantage plans. Um, and then finally, you have the Medicare Supplement Policies, which finish out the rest of the alphabet but we're just going to talk briefly about part f because part f is a basic plan and and you may want to find what all's involved in that what kind of coverage is available because the more costly plans may not actually cover your situation any better Mm -hmm. it may just simply cost you more which is important and imperative in a financial plan. So we're going to cover these a little more in detail and talk about how this impacts in terms of cost and your financial plan to make you more successful in retirement. Because at the end of the day, what everybody basically is aiming for here uh, is to not outlive their money, make sure that their money outlives them. So uh, stay tuned. And if, uh, again, send us your email address at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. We'll shoot you out a, uh, a link where you can access the financial plan and start building your plan. We'll send you a PDF that you can print out and compile your information. And then you can, any shows that you've missed, you can go back and revisit those. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense wealth management host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. Money is an awesome thing If you know how to handle it, the joy it brings Hey, what about estate planning? An up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate And without, well, don't worry about it, the government will decide for you 
The three enemies to an estate today are number one, the federal inheritance tax, two, probate, and number three, income tax. So your choices here are you can give all your money away. That might not be any fun. You may need it. Or you can create a trust to hold those assets. And remember, you don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing. If you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care and I took her through her money in the spend down into the veterans benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living and at the end of her life two years later it was over $8,000. The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me, the premiums can never go up, and oh yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die, if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense wealth management host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. So, Eric, we're on this topic of, you know, the Medicare overview and your financial plan. And we're just, we're not going to, we're not experts in this. And we don't mind saying that. And, and, and I would say this to you as well. I mean, this can be pretty intimidating and overwhelming. Especially when you get a three-inch book mailed to you. Yeah with all the providers and all the options. So, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with admitting when something you're in over your head. We have partners that we get into the detail, or I should say they get into the detail of this. We're not going to do that today. That's not the purpose of today's show. We're more quarterbacking, overviewing it. We want to see how that when you make a decision and you can do this in your financial plan and, and hit yourself and your plan with a unexpected medical expense just to see how it impacts you and again because the inputs that you've got in there you've got a a portfolio uh, just like if you had a downturn of the market it's testing against this the medical the the healthcare expense has got to be manually inputted mm-hmm. as a is a one-time deal or something that's ongoing and then it will tell you what your probability of success or failure is and probability i should say of outliving your money or you outliving your money and this is important to note you you don't want to lie to yourself here if you know you're not healthy or you know you you've got family issues or you know heredity you know some some genetic issues you don't want to say oh, i'm going to be completely healthy and not expect to pay some sort of health expense if you're not healthy if you're overweight or you have diabetes or you have high blood pressure you have high cholesterol this isn't something to joke about in this plan because you might not be planning for a a $10,000 expense out of pocket and then bam, maybe you get it once every other year because you're not as healthy as you maybe thought you were. So this is something where you have to really take into consideration your body. Don't just lie to yourself here. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, when we ask clients, you know, what's your health look like? You know, is it is it excellent? Is it, you know, good? Is it average or poor? Yep. You know, and really you're going to fall on that scale somewhere. And, you know, and I think when we think of things, you know, it's different when we're talking about like, hey, am I going to have life? What's my probability or, or possibility of, of, you know, disability mm-hmm. versus just death? I mean, and those are two different things. But when I look at this, we're really looking at the impact that you'll be here and that you'll have some kind of heaven forbid, debilitating kind of health situation that you're going to have to pay for. You know, some you may have, you know, additional care needs, mm-hmm. you know, around the clock. It could be in home or it could be, you know, institutional, you know, like I saw with my mother. And I know in her situation, hers was a combination. She went from assisted living into um, a lockdown unit because of her dementia and then she went into a full care unit and that went from about and that's again that's long term care costs but $2400 a month in the beginning about 4000 in the middle and 8000 a month at the end so again long term care is different it's very different than you know say hey i have you know chronic or terminal illness where i'm not going to recover from this and you're going to bring the services to me Mm-hmm. But you get some kind of estimate in your area, in your part of the country or world, and input that into there because the best you can do is a, a best estimated cost. And if you need some help, we'll help you. Just, you know, email us at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com, and we can help regionalize that mm-hmm. to your part of the world and give you some idea. Well, one of the one of the plans that we want to talk about that's plan F. So this is at the end of the day. This is your supplemental. This is your kind of— It's like a, what they call a Medigap filler. Supposed to fill the holes. That's right. It's kind of like catch-all. You know, things that Part A and Part B and Part D don't cover, Part F is supposed to catch everything in between. Well, for a couple, for I know, you know, every, like Humana and Blue Cross Blue Shield and um, United Healthcare, they're the three major carriers for the Medicare programs. And each one of these costs is a little different, but I know that's right around 2200 bucks a year that you have to pay out of pocket for Plan F. For an individual. So think of your couple, that's 4400 bucks roughly, that you're going to pay out of pocket. Now, have you planned for that forty-five or $4,400? And that's for the premiums. That's, yeah, that's just the premium. And that's above and beyond what it actually costs you for a Medicare Part B, or is the D. Or D. It's not included in it. Not included. So that's, those are two separate costs. This is now the third cost. Mm-hmm. But you have, two, you have a choice here. If, if you think about, you go back to our show, we talked about this, and in your approach to managing risk, that's the purpose of insurance. You're selling that risk off to somebody else. Only write a check for that which you don't, or I say, only buy insurance for that which you don't want to write a check for. Yep. So when you have a given risk, let's say you're driving a car, and you say, you know what, I'm gonna, I suffer a loss, I'll just go buy a new car. So you're going to pay for it entirely out of pocket. Mm-hmm. So you look at your, your health situation the same way. Then you could say, okay, well, I'm just going to be really, really careful. I'm going to be proactive in my health. Um, and, you know, in, in a metaphor, you know, I've got my hands at, you know, 10 and 2 o'clock, and I'm, I've got a head that will spend 360 degrees. And like I got a bubble around that me. That Reagan gal out of uh, The yeah. Exorcist. <laughs> and um, still for his baby boomers, that's a freaky movie. But. You know, if you're going to try to manage risk, well, 
you know, maybe you get surprised because you can't watch, can't be diligent all the time, every moment of the day. And so you eventually suffer risk and or loss, and you're going to have to pay that out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, the third one is you say, you know what, I'm going to sell this off to somebody else. I'm going to sell the risk off. And that way you just have to determine how much of this that you're willing to assume yourself and how much that you want to, that you're not willing to, and that's what you sell off. That's right. So if you're willing to spend 3000 a year on yourself, so don't don't um, insure the first 3000 you want to insure everything after 3000 And that comes with a premium and a monthly premium, but it's just understanding what you're comfortable paying and what you're not comfortable paying. Or maybe when you look at your financial plan, what can make you or break you? Can you afford a ten or $15,000 um, health care expense 10 years into retirement. If you can't, then you might want to look at not covering the first 15. Maybe you want to go, you can only cover the first three or four. But that's what the plan, that's how the plan comes back into this. It's understanding what can so, you afford. And what so let's give, it, let's give a practical example here. So let's say we're showing the premiums going out and, you know, the needle of success is still high. The probability of success within the plan. Um, and let's say it's registered. It's got to be registering above 75%. Mm-hmm. So you're aiming between 75 and 99 and the higher, the better. Yep. And I think of it like, you know, if we were going on a flight, going on a trip and there's two planes and they say, this plane over here has a 99% chance that it's going to land on the other runway. And this one has an 85%. We're going to take the plane with 99. That's right. You better right? believe that. <laughs> Not a hundred percent, but we just, you know, the odds are better. Uh, so it's the same kind of thing with a financial plan. So as you're inputting this information in there, you're testing it then you want to see, let's say if you had a $50,000 healthcare expense and you got to pay for that one time, your portfolio is going to take a hit when you pull that money out, if you're pulling it out of your money mm-hmm. to pay for that versus would insurance, you know, cover that and at what cost. Yep. So I, I think generally speaking, just about everybody, you could fill all the holes with, you know, the A, B, C, D and the plan F. Now, you need to look at your personal circumstance. Like Eric said, be honest with yourself. You're brutally honest. Because if you know you have more health care expenses and you got to buy another plan, you're going to have to pay more for it. That's right. And it's not that the professional, the advisor who's asking these questions is going to do anything with it. It's At the end of the day, it's going to come back to haunt you if you're not honest with yourself. So they're going to find out now or find out later. Might as well get a clear picture from day one, knowing what's knowing what's potentially ahead. So as you're inputting this in... You know, we also got to think about, you know, like Part A. Part A has deductibles and coinsurance. And again, that's what the Part F is supposed to fill. So this is really what we're talking about. Part B has deductibles and coinsurance. You know, Part D, the deductible is what's commonly known as the donut hole. It pays for a while. Then you got that donut hole in the middle where it stops paying. And then it picks back up when you hit a certain out-of-pocket expenditure. Mm-hmm. And the part F is supposed to come in and fill those holes, as I understand, so that you're not having, you know, extensive deal breaking expenditures out of pocket. Now, you know, I got to say, Eric, and in all the planning we've done, I just there is such a thing as being insurance poor. Mm -hmm. I know I personally, uh, you and I both very proactive in our health care. You know, both you and I have we're still working. We have health savings accounts. So we take unusually high deductibles on our health insurance, you know, four or $5,000 per individual. Yep. 
And then our plans kick in after that level. And the first money that we're saving on not paying by premiums is going into an account, which we direct out for qualifying expenditures. And you get a tax credit for it. Yeah. It's tax deduction when it's going in. Yep. And then when it comes out, it's tax-free as long as it's a qualifying expense. So you, then why have we chosen that? Because we're comfortable Taking We're comfortable with assuming that much risk because I think, you know, our deductible is 4500 bucks. Now I know, I think I'm already through mine for the year. <laughs> so when you hit that deductible, now you go get everything else done that you've been waiting, been pushing off. But the reason we do it is when you have a higher deductible of four or $5,000, then your monthly premium typically is lower. But understand that the other side of that is, is you got to come up you, with more. Some potentially. You might have to have a $5,000 check ready. To potentially, that, that may be. So again, we want to see the, you want to see the probability of success based on your situation and, and choosing for your circumstance to input for you and a spouse, uh, what the, how that's going to impact your overall financial plan. Yeah. It's like, a, it's finding a break even point in your health expense. Where is it? Where does my plan break? You know, what can I afford on an annual basis if something were to happen? That's what you need to determine because that will determine what type of plans you get. Are you getting every single plan? Do you only need three plans? You know, that's that's what's going to determine how much and what kind of information you got to get. And we'll toss this in that if, you, if you're not working with a professional in that area, um, as we work with somebody as a partner, Jeff Hendricks, he's excellent at this. He's absolutely excellent. He's one of the most confident, capable people I know of, and he loves it. And we still ask him why he loves it every single time. I don't ask because I don't, I don't, I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> you know, he just loves it and he loves the, you know, the, the complexity of it and he loves demystifying it. Just like we love that. We have that same passion for demystifying the world of investments and solutions and non-correlating assets and all those mm -hmm. things. I mean, that's what we, we live for and breathe for, you know, is that, that moment when we see people in their financial plan and they sit down in our office and we've been working with them or maybe they come to us just before retirement and we say, yes, you can. You can retire. Your probability of success looks to me like if you do these things, you're going to be okay. And then ongoing, continuing to monitor that. That's what we live for. Yep. A lot of folks out there only get to experience that, you know, that, uh, that wonderful moment one time. You and I get to live that just about every day. Yep. And, and we love it. We do. And that's, you know, the, the health care is a, is a major influence on our plans. So I should say this, that people just in transparency – Folks that work within the system like Jeff Hendricks is working with all, representing all three major carriers. And I don't believe, not everybody can can represent all three carriers. So that's something you want to Right, you have to be an independent. Watch. We like that, just like we're independent in the financial sector. But one of the things that I really like about this, and it's important to know, is that these guys and gals get paid within the system. So once they're assigned, you sign up under them, you're not paying out of pocket for them for the parts A, B, you know, C or D, you're actually, the system pays them mm -hmm. because they're assigned as your advisor. So uh, they're, not, they're not getting paid to rep to make you buy a certain plan. No, and, and you just have to, you look at the, the Medicare or the Medigap fillers is a different story. Mm -hmm. Not everybody handles those. Again, I know Jeff Hendricks does. Typically, though, I know that from my mom's situation, I saw him review her situation for part A, B, C, and D, on two different occasions, and this is not a guarantee, but I saw him lower her premiums and increase her coverages because he matched it. Mm -hmm. 
Don't assume that just because of the way your coverage went last year, that's the right plan. This year, there may be a better plan. So you and you got an open season every October fifteenth ish to December, or say October seventh through December fifteenth ish. Yeah, and and you, and you, Rick, you just hit on something there. Just because you signed up for Medicare on your sixty fifth birthday doesn't mean that plan. You have to stay with that plan for the rest of your life. Every year during that open, an open window season, season you open open window season, you can go review. You know, here's what I paid for. What are these coverages that I use? Or maybe you know certain medications are going to be coming in your near future. Maybe you start looking at plans that's going to cover some of those medications. And every year you can do it, but you can only do it during that open window season. If you miss it, well, you're stuck with that plan and that new cost or whatever it is till next open window season. Yeah, so you know you want to anticipate that. And, and I'll just say this, the best time to get, uh, when is the best time to get any form of insurance? You know, when you're healthy. And you're anticipating the the possibility that you may have that claim, because I know that's not true so much with the uh, with the plans that are under the government, the parts A through D. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not so sure about the Medigap yeah, fellers. I'm not sure either. But I know that some of the other things that we're familiar with and work with, yeah, that is the case. You gotta you gotta medically qualify for sometimes for mortality if it's death kind of uh, you know death life insurance. Or if it's morbidity, like long-term care, that the chance that you're going to have some kind of health-related claim. And that's important to understand. Understand your policy and understand your benefits while you're healthy. You don't want to get sick or have you know, an issue. Get, and, get with somebody who understands this stuff. I would say that. Yeah, make sure you know what's covered and what's not. You don't want to assume something's covered. In reality, it happens, and they go, well, no, that's not part of the plan. But again, you're only going to know that if you hook up with a professional that understands your policies and understands your plans. Exactly. Because, you know, they do this all day long. And and if you get the right person who's passionate about it, they're good, they're thorough, uh, they're comprehensive. And, and, you know, they'll sit down with you and analyze your needs, not just try to peddle you a policy. Uh, You know, what little gets paid, you know, whatever gets paid to them is well, it's the value. It's a value based Mm -hmm. relationship. And I know we we personally do that for our own situations, and even though we're in this field, yeah. because the complexity of those things are, are just constantly changing. And it's not about you not keeping up with it. It's, A, do you want to keep up with it, or do you want to trust somebody you know that's keeping up with it and that's recommending the new changes for you? So in the last part of the, uh, the segment here, we're going to talk about five things to know about retiree coverage. But I want to throw this in. Go back and look at the past shows Fill in the holes for yourself uh, as far as looking at what are the pieces in the puzzle to help complete this financial planning puzzle for yourself. And go to straighttalkcleardecisions.com for our website. There's a plethora of resources and information. We want you to be informed and well-informed. Email us with questions at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com in any way that we can help you, we will. Or call us 24-7 at 513-454-9999, and we'll get back to you in the next business day. That's right. So, uh, again, we want to stay on this topic of working with the financial planning puzzle, and we're talking about Medicare overview and your financial plan. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your Straight Talk Money host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know. 
joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care and I took her through her money in the spend down into the veterans benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living and at the end of her life two years later was over $8,000. The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me, the premiums can never go up, and oh yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die, if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing. If you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, what about estate planning? An up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate and without, well, don't worry about it, the government will decide for you. The three enemies to an estate today are number one, the federal inheritance tax, two, probate, and number three, income tax. So your choices here are you can give all your money away, that might not be any fun, you may need it, or you can create a trust to hold those assets. And remember, you don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation. Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show with your Straight Talk Money host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. So, Eric, we're, uh, we're going to wrap on this topic today of Medicare overview and your financial plan. And we've already talked about the different parts uh, when filing, the appropriate to file for parts A and B. Uh, there is no actual premium on A, but um, I think it kicks in after age 65 within a couple months after that. But part B is the tricky one. And Part D as well. Mm -hmm. So Part B is that uh, it's the actual doctor visit, that kind of thing, and preventative care type stuff. And there's a 10% premium uh, penalty for every 12-month period that you should have filed within. Yep. So knowing when to file is so important. Again, get with somebody who's a specialist on this. I know Jeff Hendricks. I mean, he's just he's absolutely invaluable as a resource to us. We don't try to figure it out. We don't try to sort it out. It's a moving target. Mm -hmm. We just ask him, and he can sometimes point it to us in the book, but at least it's, it's, it's what he deals with every day. That's right. It's like a competent, capable professional. So this last part, we want to focus on, you know, five things to know about retiree coverage. And so you got to take these one at a time. Now, everybody's circumstance, again, is going to be unique and different. So take this is a, is a broad kind of advice thing and, and write these down and then, uh, you know, approach it which best fits your situation. That's right. So number one, this is find out if you can continue your employer coverage after you retire. Generally, though, when you have retiree coverage from an employer or a union, they control this coverage. So employers aren't required to provide retiree coverage, and they can change benefits or premiums or even cancel coverage. So a good example of this, I believe it was um, 
Ford or GM a year or two ago, they decided they had retiree coverage. They decided they were going to drop that coverage in, I think it was July. Well, if you're on their, that's their Part B, that's their main coverage through their through the company, and they drop it in July. Well, if you remember, any year after your 65th birthday, you can't get in or change Medicare plans through the open season. So it's important to pay attention. If they're going to drop coverage, you better start paying attention of when you can sign up for Medicare because you don't want to be, you don't want to have a four or five month gap where you have no coverage at all and you're paying everything out of pocket. So this is something we're seeing companies do more and more of. Again, it's because we're living longer lives and the longer we live, the longer those companies are on the line to paying for our health care. So they're seeing they're dropping spouses, they're dropping their own retirees. So it's just important to if you are on a retiree plan with your former employer, make sure you keep up with their coverage and make sure you're not you don't get a surprise email or a surprise phone call saying, Hey, by the way, your coverage is lapsing in a week from now. That's not a call you want to receive. No, exactly. And you don't want you just don't. That's that's the uh, you know, the the probability we've seen on demographic charts that starting in our early fifties and I can attest to that, all the way up until the end of our lives, we continue to pay more for healthcare-related expenses throughout the rest of our life. Dental care, healthcare, pharmaceuticals, it's all on an upward trajectory. So again, uh, don't, uh, don't be un- uncovered. Uh, the next one is find out the price and benefits of the retiree coverage, including whether it includes coverage for your spouse, your employer or union may offer retiree coverage that limits how much it will pay. It may only provide what they call a stop-loss coverage, which starts paying uh, your out-of-pocket expenses only when they reach a maximum amount. So that's kind of like the high-deductible plans that we utilize with a health savings account. So these can be structured the same way. You need to know what your obligation and liability is and what your employer's obligation and liability is. Yep. And I know, you know, specifically with General Electric, as we have um, a lot of clients that either work at GE or retired from GE in their plan, which a lot of other companies do. I just know GE does it this year, at least. They offer some discounts if you go through their coverage and if you go through their Medicare providers, their Medicare agent providers. So check with your employer. If they offer you a rebate or a discount, check with them. Because if not, you're just giving up that that money. Third thing here is, Find out what happens to your reco- your retiree coverage when you're eligible for Medicare. For example, retiree coverage might not pay your medical costs during any period in which you were eligible for Medicare, but didn't sign up for it. So when you become eligible for Medicare, you may need to enroll in both Part A and Part B to get full benefits from your retiree coverage. So what this is stating is you can still use your employee cover- retiree coverage but you have to sign up for Part A and for Part B for them to pay for it. So if you have a claim and you think you're covered and you didn't sign up for Part A or Part B, well, now you really have no coverage. So, again. And, and there is that. It's, it's like a, um, you know, an integrated plan. I think it reminds me of Social Security, how companies integrate their, their, their financial retirement plans, I should say, with, uh, with Social Security. And it's a similar, it's like an integrated plan. They expect you to file for these coverages because that's the first line of defense. That's the first coverage. Yep. They're only playing secondary. That's right. And it's, I think it all comes down to is you're seeing um, you know, a duplication of information. It's understanding your benefits. It's understanding it, knowing somebody who can understand it if you don't personally. 
understand or even want to follow it. And I think, again, it's, it's, it's not redundant to say it needs to be germane to your situation. Yep. You know, it's not your coverage needs may be very different from your coworkers, from your friends, from your family, from your neighbor. You know, do that, uh, do that for yourself. We'll find out what effects your continued coverage as a retiree will have on both your health coverage and your spouse's health coverage. I think that's imperative. If you're not sure how your retiree coverage looks with Medicare, get a copy of your plan's benefit book, uh, booklet, and or look at the summary plan description provided by your employer or union. So that's, you know, almost every company that we've ever seen in the last our combined service years of 40 years of doing this, mm-hmm. we've seen virtually every company has that. They have some summary, yep. you know, that kind of gives you an overview. Now, you can also tell your employer's benefits administrator uh, or call them and ask them how the, the plan pays when you have Medicare. So you may also want to talk to your state health insurance assistant program, and the acronym for that is SHIP. S-H-I-P. In Ohio, it's called OSHIP. So you got to be careful I say that. I remember doing lots of presentations on that. You know, you don't want to slip. And you can look there for advice about whether to buy a Medicare supplement or what they call Medigap policy. So that kind of gives you a, a basic kind of overview. Uh, and again, we're going to reiterate. I, you know, I consider myself a fairly intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. And Medicare is, is, it's the complexity. Could I stop what I'm doing, get off the merry-go-round and go focus on that? Yes, I could. I know I can. But the question is, do I have any passion or desire? No, is I, is I maturing? I'm finding the things that yes, I can do and be the things I want to do. Like I know this, this past week out at the lake house, I had a number of trees that have this ash borer disease. And I don't know if you know the story on this. I just heard this from one of the Chi guys. The ash borer is actually an insect, and it came in on the Chinese ash pallets, and it actually started up in Cleveland. Really? It has now spread throughout the state, and I guess it's moving out the entire country. And they bore into the tree, and they actually kill the tree. Now, it's good. The good news is, is, you know, ash are good trees to burn. Mm-hmm. They're good firewood. So I'm going to have lots of firewood, you know, for the, the fire pit and the fireplace mm-hmm. come this winter with that wood burner downstairs. Bad news is they got to come down. But the good news is I You're found a guy through it. my cousin and my cousin, they like running chainsaws. I don't mind it. It's just not what I do every day. Mm-mm. I'm going to do much better managing that and uh, running the grill. That's it. That's kind of my favorite. Knowing your boundaries. Know my boundaries, knowing what I like to do. And I like the physical labor. I don't mind getting out there. Well, I'll do the splitting. You know, split that when we get there. Last but not least, this is um, if your former employer goes bankrupt or goes out of business. So this is federal COBRA rules may protect you if any other company within the same corporate organization still offers a group health plan to its employees. So what this is, that plan is required to offer you COBRA continuation coverage. If you can't get COBRA continuation coverage, you may have to, you may, you may have the right to buy a Medigap policy, even if you're no longer in the Medigap enrollment period. So what COBRA is, it allows you to keep your current coverage up to, I believe it's 18 months. 18 months. You're going to pay more for the same coverage because now your employee employer isn't paying their part. You're basically paying the full part of it. And there's some maximum amount that they can charge. It is, there, there, but it's... 
it's nowhere near what you were paying before. I'll put it that way. No, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be higher. But it says, remember, if that happens to you, even if you're out of that open enrollment period, you're still able to do it. If that's the case with your employer, or your company. So, you know, there are every every one of these rules we talked about. There are certain circumstances that are that can get around it. It's just for the majority of you, you have to know what's what the limitations are and what you need to plan for. So I think as we I think we've covered a, a good overview of this in the Medicare overview. And again, coming back to the financial plan, we just want to see how this impacts the success, probability success or failure for your situation, for you and your spouse. Because you don't obviously want to go without coverage. Mm-hmm. And but you gotta know that happy medium, that 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 right, that sweet spot. Uh, that you you got the right amount of coverage and you're paying a fair premium for it. You know, and you can alter this. You need to revisit it on a regular basis as your circumstances change. I think you said that very aptly and well. Be on, be brutally honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, are you an excellent, good, average, or poor health? And you know, plan accordingly. You know, buy the right coverage, get what you need. I still, I, I love that commercial. I know it's property and casualty, but it's the farmer's insurance and the kid's going to jump in this big lavish pool and it's, it's got rocks and fountains and everything. And just before he hits, it shrinks down to this little kiddie pool. Little kiddie pool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's a great metaphor, illustration of having the right coverage, knowing what you have, knowing that you're covered, knowing what your risks are. And that you're not going to just you'll get hit with some major, major healthcare expense that you can't afford is going to wreck your financial plan. Mm-hmm. And make sure if you want to know a little bit more about Medicare, our partner Jeff Hendricks, we did a show last September, so it's on our website, Straight Talk Clear Decisions. Go and look at the show; it's called Medicare Made, Made clear. clear. We will be doing a new one, obviously, when they introduce the Next new 2016 season, benefits. Yeah. But that'll give you a brief, a lot more in-depth overview of the Medicare process. You know, not from what Rick and I are just told you. So uh, be sure and log on. We've got a free e-newsletter. You can go onto our website, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. All you got to do is request it. We'll give it to you. Uh, You get our view, our opinion on the market every week. We have a a lot of other things, recipes, philosophical quotes, uh, green tip, golf tip, health tip, our speaking schedule. Apart from what we do on the radio, we love uh, educating folks. So go on there, take advantage of it. We got some resources that we rely on that you can uh, you can click on to and take advantage of, and it's all free. Yep, we'd love to uh, to share that. Well, Eric, this is uh, we're going to continue next week with our segment in a financial plan or financial planning with regards to estate planning and how that impacts your overall plan. Well, you've been listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show with your no-nonsense wealth management hosts, Rick Saylor and Eric Hamburg. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 